Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fit Body Happy Joints. My name is Shannon. Today, we are talking about toning and tightening workouts and kind of dispelling some myths, talking about the science of it, all the things. And before we get into today's episode, I have some exciting news. We have just released our newest podcast, totally different from this podcast. It's called Meditations by Evlo. So it's Meditations and then the X Evlo. And we have uploaded 39 10-minute meditations. They're all available completely for free. All of them are led by Dr. Peyton Busker. She's an Evlo instructor. She's a doctor of physical therapy, and she's also a certified meditation instructor. We wanted to make these completely accessible to the public because Every time I take one of her meditations, not to be dramatic, but I feel completely transformed. She has such a gift. And I think that, you know, it's important for more people to have access to these very, very powerful meditations. So go check it out. Subscribe. If you like it, we would love to have a rating. Again, these are completely for free and we will be releasing a new meditation every single week. So go check it out. Okay. So let's get into this week's episode. It's going to be a short but sweet episode because I think that there's a lot of common misconceptions that I want to talk about. And a lot of my episodes happen to be about like fitness marketing and what's true and what maybe is misleading. And this is a big one that I think is very misleading is like toning or tightening workouts. So in this episode, we'll talk about what toning means, where it comes from, and the role of exercise in achieving that quote unquote toned aesthetic. So I often hear, oh no, I don't want to gain muscle. I just want to tone up. Can your program help me tone up? And there are a lot of misconceptions in that common question. And I think that the fitness industry will commonly promise that XYZ workout will tone you up or tighten your butt or, you know, uh, help you with those quote unquote problem areas. But what is really happening to give you that toned aesthetic? So toning is really a made up term by the fitness industry to sell you workouts that will result in a more lean and defined body. You won't really find the word toning in scientific literature very much. So it really is a word that was um, kind of latched onto by the fitness industry in order to market their workouts. And exercise, contrary to popular belief, is actually not an av- a very effective tool for weight loss, but the industry has been selling us on the idea that increasing exercise will help you lose weight for decades. And I came across an article that I'll link in the show notes that I thought was interesting. I had a very interesting take talks about how even the U S government releases campaigns that kind of overpromise weight loss with exercise. I thought that was interesting. So it's everywhere. All of this messaging is that exercise will help you lose weight. And so it makes us think like, you know, Oh, I just need to exercise more and more and more. A lot of us will end up taking that to the extreme at the expense of our bodies. Some of us will feel so guilty and not even do anything. Some of us will use exercise to quote unquote, earn food. I think it's caused all sorts of issues around exercise. When I think if we understood what exercise is doing from a weight loss perspective, then we would, we could use it in a much more healthy way that, um, could not only improve our results, but improve our relationship to exercise and help keep us more consistent ultimately. So 
toning workouts many times are marketed as like higher rep, low load. So like Pilates type workouts or walking or whatever it may be. And they're generally lower heart rate. So lower intensity. And the idea that these workouts will quote unquote tone your body has a very logical reasoning because if workouts are lower intensity, lower intensity exercise tends to burn fat rather than glycogen. So it's burnt they're quote unquote burning fat. And they're also targeting muscles at the same time. So you may feel your muscles burn and you are also feeling like you're burning fat because they're lower intensity. So they're burning fat and they're toning quote unquote toning muscles, which seems completely logical that it would give you that leaner and more defined look. But let's talk about why this messaging isn't quite accurate and why it's potentially misleading. So toning simply means losing fat and gaining muscle or losing fat and being able to see the existing muscle underneath. And I've talked extensively about exercise's role in fat loss, but just to kind of summarize, exercise is a very small and fairly insignificant contributor to fat loss. The workouts themselves are not likely to result in significant fat loss for several reasons. And there's a lot more reasons that I'll get into today, but there's, there's a few here. So number one, if you increase your activity, you may burn more fat in the beginning when you're getting used to that type of workout. And then once your body adapts to that new routine, you start to burn much less, if any fat. And this is due to a model called the constrained total energy expenditure model. This model hypothesizes that energy expenditure is not additive. So in other words, you can't just do more and more and more exercise and burn more and more and more calories. Because what happens is that when you expend a certain amount of calories in exercise, your body downregulates other systems throughout the day or throughout the week to keep you within a narrow window of energy expenditure. So in other words, just adding more and more activity isn't likely to increase your deficit and make you burn more fat. So if you increase your activity, you may burn more fat in the beginning, and then your body just gets used to it and you start burning less fat. So this doesn't mean that you need to be constantly mixing it up because I think that's another logical thing. It's like, okay, well, if I am if I stop burning fat, I need to be constantly changing up my routine. And I think that, um, constantly mixing up your routine can prevent progress in a lot of ways, especially when it comes to your strength training routine or your, um, building muscle because hypertrophy or building muscle happens with repeated stimulus. And I think a lot of people are like, again, I don't want to build muscle. I just want to tone up. Well, Part of toning is also building muscle and muscle is one of the most metabolically expensive tissues in our body. In other words, when we have more muscle, we improve metabolic processes that can improve body composition and burn fat. So it improves insulin resistance, which allows your body ability to use the fat as that you already have as fuel. So it's a longer process when it comes to improving body composition, but it's a much more sustainable one. And hypertrophy or building muscle happens when the stimulus is repeated and when you apply progressive overload. When you're applying progressive overload or when you're starting a strength training program, the very first step to happen is neuromuscular adaptation or neuromuscular strength. And this is when your body is learning how to stabilize a new exercise, learning how to coordinate a new exercise. And it's the time where you are getting stronger, but you aren't necessarily loading muscles in a significant way to increase 
uh, hypertrophy. And then after your body, like kind of quote unquote learns the exercise, and that takes about a month usually, then you can start to add a progressive overload, get more significant load to your tissues, and you start to see more significant muscle hypertrophy. So if you're always kind of starting your routine over and trying to learn new things, you could be just kind of going back to that neural adaptation phase every single time and kind of stunting your progress. So, and and then a lot of people will say, well, I'm always sore after I do a new routine. So that probably means that that's effective and that's what I need to be doing. But soreness a lot of times happens because your body isn't used to a certain routine, not necessarily because that routine was more effective. So I think that that's a common misconception as well. And again, all of this is logical stuff, right? Like it's like, oh, I'm sore. So that must mean that I did something right. Or, oh, my, my workouts are low intensity, which burns fat. And they're also building, or they're also burning my muscles. So this much must be toning again. All of this is logical. I don't want to make anyone feel bad or guilty for believing this, but just kind of discussing what's actually going on kind of under the hood. So the problem going back to mixing up, the problem is that if you're always kind of starting over again, that neural adaptation phase is going to be the first thing that you run into, and then you won't be able to load your muscles as much. So I don't necessarily recommend mixing up your routine a bunch. Okay. And then the number two reason why exercise isn't the best for toning or for fat loss is that seeing exercise as fat burning instead of muscle building can set you up for long-term issues. Like kind of like I alluded to earlier. So if you're trying to burn fat, you may focus on burning calories or doing cardio instead of giving your muscles proper stimulus to grow them. Because unfortunately, unless we do something about it, we tend to lose muscle as we age. And like I said, muscle is one of the most important metabolic tissues that we can have and build. And it is really one of the best kind of long-term solutions to improving body composition or fat loss since muscle, like I said, improves your insulin sensitivity and improves your ability to use your fat as fuel. And then number three, these toning workouts promise to like tone your thighs or tighten your butt. And this is a little bit misleading because again, if quote unquote toning your butt is losing fat and potentially gaining muscle in that area, a workout alone will not achieve that because fat loss happens systemically across your body, meaning that you can't spot treat fat in your butt by just doing more lunges. So although you may gain muscle in that area, the toned or tightened aesthetic comes from also losing fat. So yes, we definitely want to gain muscle, but that aesthetic that someone's looking for is both gaining muscle and losing fat, but workouts aren't great for fat loss, right? So what is and nutrition, and I won't get into fat loss from a nutrition standpoint, because again, I like to stay in my lane and leave that to the experts who are formally trained in nutrition, but fat loss is so much more about how you're eating than how you're moving. And so many studies are coming out to endorse this fact that It's so much less about exercise and so much more about food. And I'm not saying, you know, eat less. I'm not saying that you shouldn't exercise at all. Just the opposite. I think that it's important to discuss these things, why these marketing tactics can be so misleading. And a lot of times they'll show like a lean and defined fitness model doing a certain program and they're like, oh, do my program and you'll look like me. I mean, they might not say those words, but they're kind of implying that. But I think, again, if we were to 
kind of peek behind closed doors, a lot of these fitness influencers have crazy diets or they're working out three hours a day or they spend a bunch of money and time on body work to patch them up from kind of abusing their bodies and their fitness routines. And not only that, but so many fitness influencers get into fitness because they have a naturally great response to exercise or they're naturally lean and fit. So in other words, they have a genetic inclination that is very much contributing to their aesthetic. And again, this is not everyone. A lot of people um, work really hard and I think that's great, but I think it's just important to understand kind of what exercise is and isn't doing for our bodies. So I, I also think it's important to say that like, even if you were eating the exact same and training the exact same as someone you are not likely to respond in the exact same way because there are so many other factors that contribute to your body's response to exercise and food, genetics, stress levels, ability to tolerate training loads, recovery ability, how much time you have to dedicate to your workouts, you know, what you want your social life to be like. All of these things will factor into how your body responds to both how you eat and how you train. So In other words, these routines alone are probably not going to give you the aesthetic that you're looking for. And it might, right? You, some people have great responses to certain exercise programs, but just kind of understanding that a lot of times it has to be a combination between exercise and diet that will ultimately give you the toned look and make sure that you're really doing your research. I did a podcast with Stacey Sims recently about how a lot of women under eat and kind of the symptoms that to look for when you're under eating, because I say like, oh, nutrition is what you need to be doing for fat loss. And then people, you know, eat way too little. And that's not what I want to imply that you need to like cut your calories. That's not what I'm saying. And again, I'm not getting any nutrition advice. I just want to say that a lot of times exercise isn't the biggest contributor to fat loss. So just to summarize, using any workout to quote unquote tone is kind of misleading. And in my opinion, the wrong, the wrong way to view exercise I would just beware of any workout that promises that the workout alone will give you a certain aesthetic. It's always a combination of your stress, your environment, your training load, your nutrition, and a little bit of your genetics. And this is one of the reasons why we are always saying that Evlo is not a weight loss program, because I think that saying any fitness program is a weight loss program is misleading since nutrition is such a bigger factor for weight loss. So if gaining muscle and losing fat is your goal, which ultimately results in that like quote unquote defined look or that toned look focus on hypertrophy. So growing your muscles and nutrition. And I have tons and tons of episodes about, um, hypertrophy and growing your muscles. So feel free to go back and look, you know, progressive overload is super important. Not overusing your muscles is super important. Taking recovery days is super important. All these things are important for hypertrophy. And it's not impossible to lose fat and gain muscle at the same time, but it is a slower process. If you do, if you are trying to gain muscle and lose fat at the same time, which is like quote unquote toning, I guess it's, it it is a slower process that involves getting your macronutrients, right. Involves getting your training dosage, right. All of those things. So all this to say, I never want to discourage anyone from their fitness goals, but understanding marketing versus reality is really one of my missions on this podcast, because I think it'll allow us to create more sustainable and healthy routines and associations with exercise and our bodies. And I think it's important for us to be educated about how our unique bodies truly will respond to exercise, because 
I think that will allow us to develop a better relationship to it, stay consistent and not give up on um, any movement, you know, because we're trying to achieve some unrealistic standard that's actually not based in science. So I truly think that one of the best things I ever did for my fitness and and that ultimately led to some of the best results I've ever seen are from the past few years when I have dove into the science behind all of this and educated myself. And I'm the type of person that I need the logic behind something in order for me to rewire my brain. I mean, I, I, I think that now I don't view my workouts as, as like burning, burning calories or trying to burn off something I ate or earn something that I will eat later because I, it, number one, it just doesn't work like that from a metabolic standpoint. And number two, it gave me a negative association with exercising and not healthy association with exercise. So that's probably a topic for a different day. I don't want to go down too much of a rabbit hole, but hopefully all this made sense. Hopefully you learned something today. And that is it for this episode. We will see you all next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.